Hello, and welcome to the Audio Drama Hub podcast. My name is Kareem Cronfley, and today we're doing a little retrospective on Pod UK, which happened this year on February 1st. I used to help run large gaming events, and I remember how much work in advance and on the day we had to put in to make those run smoothly. This year's Pod UK was excellent, building on the strong foundations of its inaugural year in 2019. Jess, Brett, Chris and the rest of the crew can be proud of putting on such a fun event with a strong lineup of panels and performances, thereby growing the experience in a sustainable manner from last year. They significantly grew their attendee numbers, got some excellent guests from the UK, USA and Europe. I really enjoyed talking with a lot of new and interesting podcasters on the promenade, finding out about other events and generally having a good time. It was nice for me on a personal level to bump into a few friends from outside podcast circles who are podcast fans as well, thanks to the calibre of the shows represented. Most of the catering issues from last year were resolved, and we didn't have to battle through snow to get to the event. So in the end, the only complaint that I suspect most people had was that the event was too short at only one day. All in all, thank you, Roxalt Events. Can we do it again, please, next year? And now, Kai Han lets us know their thoughts on Pod UK. So, I haven't been into podcasts for very long compared to a lot of people. I started watching Critical Role about three and a half years ago, and early last year, someone I followed because of that got into the Magnus Archives, a horror podcast produced by Rusty Quill. It all kind of spiralled from there. Within about six months, I was listening to a number of other podcasts, Stella Firma and the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcasts, both by Rusty Quill and Behind the Bastards. I was Patreon supporter for Rusty Quill and was getting active in the community through the Discord. Eventually, I was heading down to London, the bad place, for Rusty Quill Gaming and Giving and Death to the Mechanisms, which gave me more opportunities to interact with what is, for someone who's been involved in fandom since they were 13, the single most welcoming community I've ever found. Ironically, it wasn't actually anything even Rusty Quill adjacent that got me to Pod UK. In desperately trying to find other podcasts with the kind of audio quality and soundscaping as Rusty Quill, I happened upon a list with We're Alive Gold Rush on it. I started from the very beginning of We're Alive, an 11-year-old podcast at this point, and fell in love very quickly. Looking at their website, I saw that they were going to be in the UK at Pod UK and decided to head along too. And then I found out that Alexander Newell, <laughs> CEO of Rusty Quill, was going to be there too, along with a bunch of other people who I really adore. So, obviously, I had to go. Millennium Point in Birmingham, where Pod UK is held, is a sprawling venue with several floors, elevators, stairs, confusing nooks and crannies. I'm always nervous going to new places as a disabled person, but not only was the venue itself laid out well for me, I also got really good help from the people working at Pod UK and from the other attendees. I was never worried about not being able to do something or go somewhere or about being in the way. For a small con, this is genuinely incredible. It shows that they were really considering how people with mobility issues might be able to get around and ensuring that everyone got a fair chance to see and do the things they wanted to do. And talking about doing the things that you wanted to do, for 20 quid I got to go to four panels. How to Make an Actual Play Podcast, 10 Years of We're Alive, the Audio Drama Panel and the Horror Panel. All four were incredibly insightful and I have pages of notes from the Actual Play Podcast in particular. Being able to interact with and ask questions of the content creators who are really working hard to involve others is a wonderful benefit of small cons like this and the creators who support them. I also got to go to a couple of workshops, like the We're Alive audio storytelling analysis workshop, 
and the Not the Same Old Story Narratives Workshop. Both were eye-opening about so many things, and I've managed to learn some really good techniques through them. Unfortunately, because it's a one-day con with so many interesting things going on, I missed out on all the live shows and socialising with people as much as I wanted. But honestly, it was my own fault for organising my time to be in as many educational panels and workshops as I could. The whole of the con had a genuine and credible feeling of support, more than anything else. Yes, in many ways, conventions are about creators showing off and fans being, well, fans. But this whole event felt like a giant writer's retreat in some ways. More experienced creators were supporting people who want to create and showing true excitement at those people. My experiences have led me to believe this is one of, if not the only media format that has such a grassroots support network. And a big part of that is because of things like Pod UK. Now we welcome onto the show Karen Heindel, voice actress and producer of the Y2K podcast, to let us know what she thought of Pod UK. Hi, my name is Karen Heimdall. I am a drama teacher, voice actor, and creator of audio drama Y2K. I was also an attendee at the recent uh, Pod UK in uh, Birmingham, UK. And here are my thoughts. <laughs> As some of you may have heard, I did a Pod Tales report this past fall, talking about my experiences running a table for the very first time. And now at Pod UK, I ran a table for the second time. So I thought it might be interesting to just do a little bit of an update on what uh, what worked and what didn't uh, this time around. But first, I'd just like to talk a little tiny bit about the differences between Pod Tales and Pod UK. The first difference, of course, is the location. Uh, one is in Boston, USA, and one is in Birmingham, UK. Also, uh, another very sort of clear and main difference is Pod Tales was only geared towards audio drama, audio fiction, whereas uh, Pod UK is a podcasting convention in general. Another sort of minor difference is that Pod Tales was completely free to attend, whereas Pod UK had a very, very small fee. I got in at the early bird rate, and I think it was £15, which is very, very reasonable, I would say. But still, that's a difference. Also, Pod Tales was much larger. There were so many more tables. And I actually went to Pod UK last year, and they had expanded the number of tables exponentially, and the, the whole event was just so much larger. So last year, I went to Pod UK a little bit on a whim. I had just gotten into voice acting as a remote voice actor, not even sure I had anything out yet at that point. I think I just recorded things. And also, I had just started writing Y2K. I was there and I didn't know anyone. And I walked around and tried to go to things and workshops and panels and live shows. And I had an amazing time. And people were so friendly to this wacky nobody from Sweden who just happened to be there. And this year, of course, it was very different. I had a table. I shared a table with my wonderful fellow creators and also Y2K cast members, Kirsty Wolven, who plays Olivia in my show and also has upcoming audio drama Arrivals, uh, Maddie Searle, who plays Claire and who has, of course, the wonderful Prickwillow papers, and uh, Neris Hull, who is the creator of Seren and plays Emma in Y2K. So we shared a table, and that brings me to my very first point, because at Pod Tales, there were 
two of us sort of trying to share the duties of one table. This time at Pod UK, we had a whole table. There were four of us, and we also had the most amazing volunteers, uh, our friends Katty and Steffi from Austria, who also helped staff the table. So there were six of us for one table. And I think that is a very, very good ratio, because it did mean that all of us could actually do other things and not be tied to our table the entire time. Okay, looking at my other points from Podtails, I did try to look like my picture. I did a sort of compromise where I did my hair half up so I wouldn't get too sweaty. I got very sweaty anyway, but there we go. I also actually, because I got a really cool collection of badges and pins from Podtails and from some other sources, so I wore a jacket with all the pins on them and I got some compliments for that. And also it made me feel really good because I'm a podcast nerd. There we go. And also the second point I had for Podtails was self-care. And I did better. A lot of it, I think, was due to us being more people dealing with the table and actually having a schedule for uh, staffing the table, which was very, very helpful. I did that just as a Google document beforehand so we could fill it all in. And it worked uh, fairly well, I think. I think we had 15 minutes where our table was unattended, which is pretty good, <laughs> I think. However, I did take breaks. I did go away to do some social media. I did walk around the other tables, which wasn't self-care, but um, I'll get back to that. I did, however, not have lunch, which was very bad and silly. So better next time, I hope. So that brings me to the other tables. What I did do is at the very sort of at the beginning of the day, where there were quite a few of us able to staff the table, I walked around at most of the other tables. I don't think I quite caught all of them. And uh, just talk to them about what their podcast was, because of course, some I knew very, very well, like No Sleep and uh, King's Falls AM and The Amelia Project, but others I had never heard of. And that was so exciting to hear them talk about their podcast. So four new shows that I subscribed to as I was talking to the creators, basically, was uh, Gamma Radio, which is a post-apocalyptic audio drama, Merely Role Players, which is an actual play podcast, What Am I Rolling, which is also an actual play podcast, and Flying in the Face of Fate, which is a fantasy audio drama. And those were just the four that I managed to subscribe to as I was walking around. I heard so many other new wonderful things that I'm so interested in uh, finding out about. Another point that I had from Podtails is that the audio drama, audio fiction community is so amazing uh, on Twitter and on social media, and it was amazing at Podtails as well. And for Pod UK, I could easily extend that to the podcasting community because this was just as much of a big warm hug of a place um, as Podtails was. It was so warm and lovely, and the people were so smiley and happy and wonderful, and it was just the most amazing uh, experience to just be a part of that. Another point that I made for Podtails was bring a tablecloth. Well, Pod UK uh, had tables with sort of black sock-like coverings on them, so that was actually unnecessary to bring a tablecloth type thing from Sweden. And I will remember that another time that is a good thing to actually ask, is there something on the tables? I also made a point about earbuds. This time around, a wonderful Maddie Searle actually brought her laptop 
and um, over-ear noise-canceling headphones. And I do believe that she actually did people listen a little bit. It wasn't a lot because, you know, when you're walking around, you don't want to be stuck at a table for too long. I have made a point about the pitch. I think my pitch worked okay as I spent a little less time at the table. I think I spent more time just pitching randomly, talking to other people at their tables once they pitched their show to me. I actually at one point pitched in an elevator. So, you know, I made an elevator pitch. Because <laughs> you had to use the elevator to go down from uh, the various levels. Another point that I made at Podtails is that the visitors were very polite and needed encouragement to grab things from the table. I actually felt like the Birmingham visitors or the uh, Pod UK visitors were even more polite and even more sort of hesitant to grab things. And we had chocolate and we all said, please, everything is free except for these very clearly marked things. So please grab some. And it was still, people are a little bit shy. So that's maybe something that I will try and push even more at another time. Yes, and after Podtails, I saw Relativity's wonderful display. And so I kind of built my own, modeled on that with lights and said Y2K. And it was in a triangle shape. And it was fine. But... Looking back on it, it was not as visible as I wanted it to be. I think if you want people to see what you're doing, you need to bring out huge blinking lights or those beautiful roll-ups that many people had. It needs to be big and impactful to really be visible. And that is also something to learn. I did go to the audio drama panel at Pod UK, and it was brilliant and insightful and funny just like it was last year. But they did bring something up at the very beginning. The wonderful Ella Watts, who chaired it, mentioned that Eustein Braga from the Emilia Project had dropped out in favor of hopefully including more diversity in the panel. Because as it stood, I believe it was all white, all men, I think, when he pulled out, if I understood it correctly. And that meant that other folks managed to get on there. However, I would like to post a challenge for Jess and the organizers of Pod UK for next year, and for Ella or whoever is in charge of deciding these things, that for next year, can it be reversed? Can we have one guy and the rest uh, not men? Because last year and this year, it was a bunch of guys, most of them white, and one woman. And it was the same this year. So next year, can we have one guy maximum and one white person maximum because that would be really cool and I get that that might be hard but could that be the sort of goal to strive towards let's see if we can find some more diversity because I think we will all be better from having more diversity okay the TLDR is I loved Pod UK I had the most amazing time at Pod UK I want there to be another Pod UK, well, next year, but ideally once a month. Yeah, I'd go to Birmingham for once a month. Sure, why not? Everyone is so wonderful, and this community is so wonderful, and I'm so thrilled to be a small part of it. Okay, 
Thank you for listening. You can reach me on Twitter at Karen Haim. That's K-A-R-I-N-H-E-I-M. Or my show, Y2K, at Y2K Pod. And that's the number two. Bye.